nothing remains in the morning. And it's talking about the judges in the tyrannical city. That's what it's discussing. <sighs> anyway, so it talks about the priest. I was like, okay, I see all that. I see all that, but there's got to be something about the priest. Well, you get to verse 4, and it says, the, uh, it says the priests have uh, committed, act. I mean, it's, I mean, they have ruined the, basically the sanctuary. They committed acts of debauchery, and it's, I can't remember the scripture exactly right now. It escapes me because I don't have my Bible on me, but you need to go look it up and you need to read it because Zephaniah 3 is one of the coolest chapters in the Bible to me because it's one of the few chapters that describes uh, not only the end of the world, like the book of Revelation describes, you know, the tribulation period, the end of the world, but it doesn't really get a whole lot into the new beginning that you have to go to other parts of the Bible. Well, Zephaniah 3 is one of the parts that you go to in the Bible. That tells you about what it's going to be like after the destruction ends and it he tells you it in the end of Zephaniah 3 now the first part of Zephaniah 3 he's bringing judgment against the tyrannical city which is who the city that is responsible for the destruction of the Middle East the Moabites and all of that and it even describes it all the way through to Assyria and the whole nine yards it's all right there in your Bible it even begins to get more and you can reference, reference this in your Bible also, this tyrannical city against Jeremiah 51. You can reference this against the final destruction on Israel that's talking about in Zechariah 14. It also makes some other references to the tyrannical, or to the, uh, to the Babylonian system. It's what it is. It's a Babylonian system. It's the worship of Satan. <laughs> and, and, and the Christians have been taken captive by a government that worships Satan is, is what it's about. That's what Zephaniah is addressing in chapter 3. And that's the tyrannical city. And so he talks about their destruction. And it says, you sit there and you think I don't want to, you think that I'm not going to do anything. You think you're safe. You sit up in your, basically your towers of your city, basically. When you compare it to Revelation 18, the whole nine yards, because it's talking all about the same city. Uh, but you read and it says, you think I'm not going to do anything. It says, I'm about to rise up on you like a bird of prey okay he's talking about this tyrannical city which is of course in the vision the Lord show me it's Washington DC but it's more than that it's the United States of America it's more than that it's judgment against a church that sat there and ignored the fact that a Babylonian system had taken over their nation and they sat on their high horse and their blessed assurance and they did nothing about it. So God's going to bring judgment in three layers. Okay, he's bringing judgment against Babylon, the Babylonian system. And what he's doing is the end goal is he's removing Satanism from the Babylonian or from God's people, from his people, his chosen remnant. For the rest of eternity. That's what he's coming back to destroy. Okay. Anyway. What the Lord revealed to me though in this vision. I have been getting this vision again about this dream. Since the Lord started showing me all of this in Zephaniah uh, chapter 3. 
that there is a satanic attack that has been planned against the Church of America for a very, very long time. It's been planned. It can't stopped at this point because here's the deal. When God came to the earth 2,000 years ago and Jesus came to this earth manifest as the Son of God, he demonstrated why we should love him. And you know what? He says, I don't care what you've done. He says, I got the tab. I'm going to pay the bill for you. And he demonstrated his entire life while he walked on this earth the love of God, how to love people. He, he dealt with deliverance. He did a lot of healing. I mean, everything about his life uh, was demonstrating the love of God. Well, <laughs> except, well, there was a few moments. But anyway, we're not going to address that now. But when he comes back, the resurrected king who's taken away the keys to death, hell, and the grave, okay? When he comes back to the earth, he's going to demonstrate his other personality trait. Because God has two personality traits. Get this, what I'm about to say. You have the love of God, okay, that is poured out on all of creation. Because you know the whole purpose he really made creation, or that he created creation. I'm sorry, I misspoke. But when he created creation, the whole purpose of creation was to commune with God. He was lonely. He created men on this earth to walk and talk with him. That's what he did. That's the purpose. That's why we were created. And all we have done since Satan has twisted it in the Garden of Eden is we have rejected that. We have not wanted to commune with God. We have not wanted to talk to him. We have not wanted to fall on our knees and repent and turn around and have a conversation with Jesus. We haven't wanted that. And he's going to give everybody an entire lifetime. Now, for some, an entire lifetime is one year. For a lot of people, an entire lifetime, they don't ever get out of the womb of a baby. For a lot of people, they may live 20 years. For a lot of people, they may live 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years. But he gives you an entire lifetime to repent and love God. That's what you're repenting. You're repenting of hating God. You're repenting of despising His name and turning your back. When the sole purpose of human beings and why we were created on earth was to revere His name and to speak truth, not lies. And we have been deceived in America and destruction has been pronounced. The Lord told me that back in 1998 and all the warning signs are stepping up before I end this video if there's enough time on it what I do want to address is one more thing for those I already know most people are gonna mock me laugh at me I don't really care that's not why I'm giving this warning but as we speak last week there was an Israeli bombing attack that happened in Syria. For those that don't know about this yet, this is really important and I'm going to tell you why. Israel planned a sneak attack on Syria to bomb something in Syria. They used a Russian plane as a human shield. Now, they've uh, the Russian government's opened a criminal investigation. This is way more serious than this because they have actually condemned Israel. The actual president and leader came out and publicly condemned Israel and said he holds them responsible. 
he also said he's going to retaliate when the time when they deem it the right time but it's going to be on their time schedule and not the rest of the world so that's a warning that just came out meanwhile Trump, who's been talking all week about how great our economy is and all that kind of fun stuff, and there's no denying, Trump has definitely turned the economy around. It's booming. It's booming. But I see a problem with that, okay? And y'all need to hear me out, okay? Because this is where it gets tough. Um, why is our economy booming? Why is our economy booming? Okay, because Trump got tough on trade, right? That's what he's doing. And he got tough on trade, and he didn't warn the nations with saying, I'm going to withhold all my goods and money from you. That's not how he did it. That's not how he came on them and did, we're going to pass all these sanctions. What he did was he passed sanctions that said, if you don't like it, we're gonna send the American military in might to deal with you. That's kinda how the threat went. Why? Why? Because what other goods and service can we give them? Gold? We don't have any of that. We're $20 trillion in debt. The only precious stone we have in America is lead. And it's the weapon there, and it's to make weapons of war and destruction. That's the only precious stone we have in this country anymore because we've turned our back on God for so long. He's bankrupted us. He's bankrupted us. He allowed thieves to break in and steal all our wealth. That's why we're $20 trillion in debt. And if we would have only repented, if we would have only repented, and we would have said, you know what, Lord? You're right. We've been doing it our way for a long time, and it hasn't been working. And every time we take God out of the situation, more evil happens. That's what we should have done as Americans. That's what we should have thought. That's what we should have gone and done. But our government for the last 70 years has systematically stripped God out of our nation and it's been by design. There's destruction coming guys. It's gonna happen very, very quickly. And what God has told me, it's gonna be attack against the church. There is gonna be a three phase hit that is gonna attack America. And the Lord has confirmed it with prophets. He's shown it to me in his word. And America is about to be struck and we are about to be invaded. There's a Trojan horse that's already active on the inside of this country. And according to a prophet that gave a prophetic warning back in 1984 that came from heavily communist Romania, that prophet said that Iran was going to be responsible for the Trojan horse. That's all I'm going to say. Now what the Lord has shown me is in my visions of the locust army and of the dream that I saw of this church, he is letting me see the loc or the uh, the first stage of the, the prophetic dreams are all about the first stage. Why? He's attacking us in three stages. By the time the third attack happens, America will cease to exist as a nation. The first stage is the Trojan horse. That is going to be an attack against Christians in America. It is coming. It has been preordained and designed by Satan. There's been blood covenants signed on it. Our 
nation has been sold out. We have been offered up to be slaughtered before the rest of the world. And it's right there in the scriptures for the tyrannical city. And if you want to know why we're going to be destroyed, read Jeremiah 51. It explains it perfectly clear when he talks about what Babylon represents to God. God himself gave a biblical description of Babylon in Jeremiah 51. And he explained to the rest of the world, to his body of believers, what he thought of, Bab of Babylon. And he describes it, lays it all out in Jeremiah 51. That is what he's coming back to destroy. That is the mystery Babylon. What it is, it's a satanic government that has taken the Christian people hostage. If you look at what our government has done to Christians since 2011, we slaughtered. You look at the population of all the countries we went into, they were all showing a healthy population of Christians of two million people. There were two million Christians in Egypt before that nightmare happened. There were two million Christians in Sudan before that nightmare happened. If you go back and you check the population of those countries now, they are listing the population where there was a healthy two million Christian population. They are saying it's all down to less than 200,000. And most of the estimates, like you look in Egypt, they're saying like 170,000. But they can't really guarantee that because all the Christians have been forced into hiding like cockroaches in the nation of Egypt. If they find them, they kill them. Okay? That's what's going on right now. It almost sounds like kind of something that's been happening for the entire human race. Egyptians have been killing Christians, but or killing God's people. But... Uh, anyway, it's happening everywhere you look. And you know, I spoke that wrong. It's not the actual Egyptians themselves. It's Satan that's killing the people. That's who's going through and slaughtering the people. But the United States government, we armed a bunch of mercenaries. And they went out and they pretended to be Muslim. And some of them probably were Muslim. Maybe a lot of them were Muslim. I don't know that. But anyway, the American government, when we armed all these people to go in and destabilize the Middle East, so Israel could feel more safe. That's how they sold it to the American public. That how, that's how it was sold to the Christian church. But think about it. What happened? We ended up with a mercenary army that went through the Middle East and all those nations I listed, there was a population of Christians of about 12 million Christians. If you go back and you do the math in the six nations that have been rocked and turned upside down, the population of Christians now in the six nations I just listed, that was 12 million, is now population somewhere down around 1 million to 1.5 million. Now think about that. Just for a moment, think about that. Their blood is on our hands. Their blood's on our hands. We as a nation better fall on our knees and we better repent or he's going to pour back. Do you know what they did to the Christian church members in the Middle East? I don't know. A lot of you guys hide in a cave and behind walls from the people you really hate and you just pretend to be Christian. You're not really Christian. But anyway, uh, wow, Lord, where was I? Sorry. Um. Oh, you go back and you look at what we did to those. I don't even want to speak about it. But I will tell you this. I'll tell you two things. 
That's why I think God stopped me there. Um, we're not... They crucified the pastors to a lot of the church's crosses. But before they crucified the pastors, they cut and dismembered their children while they were still alive, piece by piece by piece. And they did it in front of those Christian pastors to try to get them to renounce their faith in Jesus Christ our Lord. Their blood is on our hands. We as a nation, all of us, we put the politicians in office that enacted the laws and gave the power to arm the mercenaries and take your taxpayer dollars to give them weapons where they could go slaughter Christians throughout the Middle East. We totally desecrated the whole area and it talks about it in great detail in Zephaniah chapter 1 and 2. If you want to see what we did in America, don't take my word for it. Go read Zephaniah. Read chapters 1 and 2. Anyway, I'm going to end this right now. God bless y'all. Take care.